0: Welcome to DFW Yoga Podcast. My name is Debbie Simon. This podcast features unique yoga voices from students and teachers in the Dallas, Fort Worth, Texas, and surrounding areas. My guest today is Morris Salerno. Morris is a multinational and international award winning chef and cookbook author. Early in his career, the Texas Chef Association dubbed him Dallas Chef of the Year. In 2005, he and his team won gold at the Iron Chef of the Southwest. Morris has cooked for President George Bush, worked on the USS Abraham Lincoln aircraft carrier as a consultant for the Navy, appeared on an episode of Hungry Investors, and won a gold medal in 2014 for the Expo Gas Vilroy and Bosch. I hope I pronounced that correctly. Yes. Okay, Culinary World Cup in Luxembourg, Germany. Today we're going to talk about his incredible journey and how yoga. Plays a part of his life now. Welcome, Morris. Thanks for being here. Thank you, Debbie. Yeah. So I want to go back to some of your earliest memories. What is your first or your earliest memory of being in the kitchen cooking?
1: Wow. You know, I was, since I was about eight years old, I knew I wanted to become a chef. Before chefs were like even uh,
0: no popular network. like they are now.
1: <laughs> right. I had, I had good um, influence by my grandmother and my mom, and my actually my dad, um, but I sent off for um, a cookbook, I think it was uh, Imperial Sugar, it was, and I saved the, um, the coupons off the side of the sack, the sugar came in, and I think I had to have five, five coupons, we sent it, I sent it in, and I uh, received a cookbook on how to make cookies. Of course, using a lot of sugar, <laughs> but uh, and then I, I started working in the kitchens when I was a uh, um, 14 years old. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's been a great career, wow. and um, it's not work; it's a passion that it, uh, just it's in me, and it uh, it burns sometimes. Mm-hmm which is kind of ironic, wow. but uh, wow. it's great. Wow. Yeah.
0: So you have this innate love right, for cooking. Yes. I uh, had some really great family influencers on wow. that. So that will only get you so far. So A lot of people love to cook, but um, you had to do some sort of training, some sort of culinary training. Um, where did you get that, and how did that influence your cooking as well?
1: Wow. Um, well... Back in the times that I was uh, getting into the culinary industry, um, there wasn't like a culinary school on every corner. There um, wasn't very many schools at all. Mm-hmm. I was uh, influenced by the Europeans. Mm-hmm. I was able and, and very blessed. My life's been very blessed, but mm-hmm. I was very blessed back then for sure uh, by being able to work in kitchens uh, with with the uh, European chefs, mm-hmm. which taught me the, uh, uh, the classical way of cooking, mm-hmm. which is French. And uh, from mm-hmm. there, you can just about do anything mm-hmm. in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. So uh, my earlier career, my apprenticeship mm-hmm. years, uh, were influenced by the European chefs. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Really interesting. Um, you've had a lot of moments in your career, and I named some of them in the intro, Um, for you, what have been some of the proudest moments in your career?
1: Um, I I was recognized by um, my peers, uh, chefs of the uh, the Dallas-Fort Worth area about four or five years ago um, as uh, I was put into a ring of honor, Mm -hmm. which only two other chefs have been put into. Uh, We, of course, have put more people in there since then but uh, that was big and um, I think back in Limoges, France back in 1995 I was captain of the USA team and we were uh, uh, competing against five other countries Um, and we won Uh, it was a week long event Mm. and I won best captain and we won the whole event the USA team won. And that was great. That always will be in my heart. And then I also have bad memories right. that have mm-hmm. helped me. Uh, the year before, um, we were in uh, Limerick and we had a horrible loss. So um, uh, that, that catapulted me, I guess. That so was amazing.
0: I, I have to ask this because you're talking about this, and it sounds like a sporting event.
1: Yes. No.
0: Sounds <laughs> it like it's morning yeah, uh, it. Uh, so, like, how does that work? How do how do cul- I think it, we call it culinary Olympics? Yes. Um, how uh, how does how does that work?
1: Well, oh, the culinary Olympics is um, uh, well. Uh, I guess you, when I use the word team, we have right. a chef team. We we've been associated with a uh, society of chefs called the Epicurean World Master Chef Society. And we've been a, a part of that since. Uh, early 90s, 91, 92. And that developed into a international competition amongst countries mm-hmm. that also were members of this society. Um, and it's very, very like a sport. Um, I mean, there's training, um, uh, uh, and there's preparation, mm-hmm. uh, and then there's that adrenaline that hits you when you actually compete. Um, that makes you gives you the capabilities of doing things that you didn't think you Mm -hmm. could do so yeah it's very much like a sporting event Mm -hmm.
0: yeah it reminds me of i you know i love to watch iron chef um, uh, it's very similar to that that that. pressure yes yeah 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 and
1: chefs um we have uh, we have this um curse (laughs) 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 that we love pressure Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. uh things can go wrong with pressure um but we we work under pressures mm-hmm. on a on a daily basis mm-hmm. uh, and we're always working against the clock so you always have that pressure
0: mm-hmm. yeah and that can forge you i'm sure um, yeah. make you better
1: <laughs> no, it, can make <laughs> you worse, fewer, it can make you worse <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: what I've eaten at your restaurant before, and right. of course it's amazing. And what do you think is the best or worst? Let's do both yeah. dish that you've ever made. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's it's uh, that's a difficult question. Mm. I, I'll uh, I'll talk to this like a politician. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> um, you know I. I have this, uh, this problem, and it, it's, never, um, it might, it's never good enough. Mm. I have high expectations okay. of uh, what goes out from the stove into the window, okay. from the window onto the table. And I dream about having a perfect night where nothing goes wrong and everything is perfect. And trust me, I've been close very close but I've never had it and I don't know if I ever will Um, because there's always something that's just not perfect and I I strive for that perfectness that Mm -hmm. optimum Um, when the food hits the window it's at its optimum and then it has to get to the table and and all that coordination between the cooks the the station cooks myself uh, the wait staff it, it, it just has to be perfect it, it's like a, it's like a symphony you know and uh, I'm kind of like a like the director and trying to get everybody to do their part perfectly um, and it, it's it's uh, it's ongoing mm-hmm. it's everyday um, and sometimes you have great great music mm-hmm. and sometimes it's not so good so um You strive to have that great music every day, and when it when it's uh, lacking, then you have to work harder and uh, make sure that those kind of uh, mistakes don't happen again.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's it's just (laughs) great talking to you because I know you from a different setting. Uh, You 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 come and take my yoga classes. I love it. Yeah, you come take my yoga classes. But it is. I'm just sitting here listening to you and watching you, and I just. I feel that passion that you have for for this, and it's it's almost a side of you that I don't really like know and I don't see because you know you come to my yoga classes and you do what I tell you to do, <laughs> you do the
1: yoga um, <laughs> with a lot of fear,
0: <laughs> but it's so it's just it's it's beautiful to see that kind of passion come from you and. Um, I can't imagine. I can't imagine with that kind of passion that there is a struggle with work-life balance. Maybe, maybe not. Yeah, how how do you keep a work-life balance?
1: I lost lost that a long time ago. Mm, okay, there's no, I mean, there's no way to do it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it's 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 uh, work. Mm-hmm. Um, it's that. Uh, it's that passion um, where I get up in the morning and I can't wait to get to the restaurant. I can't wait uh, for tomorrow. Um, and um, a lot of things suffer because of that. Uh, it's uh, And it's, sometimes it's sad that it does, but um, everybody that knows me knows that's who I am. And... Um, You take it or you don't. So uh, a lot of people don't. You know what? Though this is but I I I use this yoga. I use the yoga Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh as um, uh, and you know what? It'll be um, four years next month that I started here at the Blue Mansion. Wow! Um, And got to know you and and Lisa. Mm It's just been a, a blessing uh, on how much it's improved my, my patience, my mental attitude, mm. uh, the way I treat people, uh, and then not, not just all that, but myself and mm-hmm. how I can um, relax um, and try to enjoy uh, the things that are important to me. And that's what has happened to me in the last four years.
0: Well, it's, it's really been a joy to watch that. And I, I remember the first time you came into my Kundalini yoga yes. class. So I teach Kundalini yoga. And uh, uh, someone that you knew um, was in that class. And she was like, Morris is coming into <laughs> Kundalini? Oh, like, what is happening?
1: Miss Kuhn. Yes, that was, yes, uh, that uh, was yeah. Allison yeah. Kuhn. Yeah.
0: That's right. What are you doing here? Yeah, that style of yoga is, um, you know, it's... Radical, it is okay. that's the perfect word. Yes,
1: it is. It is and she radical. looked at me, she goes, We're gonna <laughs> chant in this class. So, we're gonna do what? Yes, there's a lot of chanting. I said, Okay, <laughs> and it's just been a joy. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh that, that it just kind of that Kundalini yoga you're in, in you and mm-hmm. uh, it's just been incredible. Um, I just love that class.
0: Oh, that is uh. Wonderful to hear. I like hearing that. So we've talked a little bit about yoga, and we've talked about cooking. It, and a lot of the things that we do in our lives, um, we can draw parallels to other things. So um, for you, you've got these two great loves, yoga and cooking. Mm-hmm. Where, what do you see are similarities between these two practices of yoga and cooking? And,
1: oh. Um, there's there's no boundaries, um, no boundaries in cooking. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can learn, I, and I do. Mm-hmm. I learn something new almost every day. Mm-hmm. Um, yoga is the same way. Mm-hmm. I can learn something new in yoga about yoga. I mean, it's just, I, I've just hit the tip of the iceberg of yoga. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I could concentrate on <laughs> yoga for the rest <laughs> of my life and still be on the tip of the iceberg. In cooking, mm-hmm. I have a little bit more of a, mm-hmm. of a, of a stance, mm-hmm. a, a stature on it, mm-hmm. um, whereas in yoga, it's still new to me, mm-hmm. and, um, which is exciting. Mm-hmm. And the other thing is I can keep um, getting better at yoga, mm-hmm. um, and I can always keep getting better at cooking.
0: Mm-hmm. Right. Yes. I love the words that you use that it's boundless because both of them are boundless and there's always something that we can learn about ourselves through the practices so you've you have really you're I mean you've beyond hit your stride you're probably at the peak um, of your career Um, don't look like you're slowing down at all Um, but where do you see yourself in five years what are some of the things that you have yet to accomplish and that you want to go for
1: um, I don't like to look at mm-hmm. in the future very often. Mm-hmm. I um, I live today and tomorrow. I'm um, a lot of people that are are um, and friends that are my age. They they have um, they have uh, timelines when they're going to do re- retire, which are really pretty close. And I have no intentions of doing this. Mm-hmm. I, I don't see myself slowing down. I don't see myself retiring. I don't see... I All I see is myself keep going and um, and sh- striving to get better. I, I have no intentions of opening new restaurants mm-hmm. or, or... I just want to take care of what I have mm-hmm. and make sure um, everybody that works for me, that's been with me, are well taken care of uh, and their families. Mm-hmm. Um and the other thing I would love, I, I try to do, is to get a little bit more time off where I could spend it with, um, with, with people I, I, uh, I enjoy to be with, mm-hmm. and, um, and then to do more um, stuff um, to help mm-hmm. other people uh, mm-hmm. make their lives better.
0: Mm-hmm. That does bring me to this question, because I think, in, so in this community, um, not only are you well-known for um, your cooking and your restaurants... You're also very, very well known for your charity work in the community. Why do? You, why is charity that kind of work so important to you?
1: Uh, I love it. <laughs> um, uh, I love giving back. Um, I I come from modest mm. uh, a modest family yeah. that. Um, with, with many brothers and sisters mm-hmm. I have eight brothers and sisters um, wow. we grew up in East Dallas we mm-hmm. um, uh, my, my mother was a, is was a saint my dad's still alive mm-hmm. um, and um, he was a true force um, uh, very disciplined uh, man and uh, still is uh, even in his old age mm-hmm. uh, I love him very much and um, And my brothers and sisters are great. We have a very tight family. Mm -hmm. Um, And I was always the one, I was the prodigal son. I left home when I was like 15, 16 um, and um, have been on my own ever since. Uh, Mm -hmm. But then I came back to the family and was welcomed with arms open. But Mm -hmm. I've always been the prodigal son. Mm -hmm. Um, So knowing that and feeling that, I feel like there's a need for me to give back. I I feel like there's a void in my life uh, that I I always can do better. I always can give uh, people or try to give people opportunities uh, to better themselves um, and to help charities that need the money. I'm really into the children's charities, the CASA, uh, the Denton County Children Advocacy Center, uh, Make a Wish. Um, It's just. I hate to see. Uh, I hate to see what's wrong with the mm-hmm. world and how, if everybody would try, we could make the whole world better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that.
0: Oh <laughs> my goodness! I'm like seeing a whole new side. of you. I mean, I knew you were great, but this is awesome. This is um, it's great to see. And no wonder people in this area love you so much. I can see why. I can see why.
1: Yeah, I love those. Yeah.
0: So tell me a little bit more about where people can find you. Tell me about the restaurants that you have and how can people learn a little bit more about you and your cooking. Oh, we have,
1: we ha- have been here forever. We have <laughs> Salerno <laughs> Restaurant. My, my cousin Michael uh, and I uh, opened that in 1985. And, and then,
0: um, that's in Flower
1: Mound. It's in Flower Mound, mm-hmm. yes. It's on Long mm-hmm. Prairie Road. Mm-hmm. It's hidden
0: mm-hmm. in the back
1: of an L-shaped. Chopping, uh, chopping! Indeed,
0: it is. <laughs> it's and, a, it's, uh, a, it's, it's been a gem. Here forever.
1: <laughs> we were the first restaurant in the in the area there. <sighs> there was only it. Um, three thousand people when we <gasps> opened up in Flower Mound. Believe it or not, it's hard to believe. <laughs> yes, now there's over seventy, I mm-hmm. believe. So, and what we tried to do was be involved with the community and grow with the community. We could open an Italian restaurant <laughs> in Dallas. But there were several good Italian restaurants, and and a lot of them were kind of family, and we didn't really Mm -hmm. want to compete, you know, with those people. Mm -hmm. So uh, uh, we came outside the city and and decided we would grow with the community Mm -hmm. and get involved cynically and charitably uh, with the community and grow with them, and that's what we did. Um, And then 20-something years ago, we opened up the Grotto in Highland Village, Mm -hmm. Where I stay now. Mm-hmm. And about uh, three years ago, we changed the name of the grotto to Besteca because of the Hungry Investor Show, um, which we won. But one of the uh, situations was to, we had to change the name of the restaurant, which I didn't want to do, but I finally said yes, and we did. And business went, went up, which was amazing. So we kept the grotto bar which is right adjacent to Bistecca. So we have the Grotto Bar and Bistecca Restaurant. It's an amazing experience. Um, We change the menu um, a lot. We keep the menu small so we can concentrate on each item. Um, We go out of our way to do whatever it takes to make our customers happy. Um, Actually, they're not customers. They're my guests. (laughs) And um, these guests... Uh, whatever they want, we do. Mm-hmm. And if they want something we used to have on the menu, we, if we have it or we can make it, we do it. Um, everybody that works there cannot say the word no. It's not in their vocabulary. And every day we try to improve what we did the day before. Uh, and we're on, long, uh, no, we're on Holland Village Road right off of 407 there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, where we have a website should, uh, <laughs> I'll find it and okay. put it in the show notes. <laughs> I don't really worry about those things. Steakhouse dot com. Sounds about right. That sounds yeah. about right. And you can reach me uh, uh, on email at morris at besteka steakhouse dot com. Okay. Um, for anything, you know, I do cooking classes. We do cooking oh. classes almost every month on Saturdays. Usually the third Saturday of the month we have one coming up um next week next Saturday
0: do you do you specialize in Italian food or is it
1: um, oh no, okay. uh I do all different right now I'm, I'm really into this freaking <laughs> Asian cuisine okay yeah I'm kind of I'm uh, and I love the flavors mm-hmm. I love the ingredients and um um it gives me another opportunity to play with different stuff so mm-hmm. uh I, I'm doing, um, you know, a lot of Asian cuisine mm-hmm. um, flavors. It's incredible. And I'm doing some of my cooking classes. I've been doing, I probably have done over 350 cooking classes uh, in the last 15 years. And a lot of the stuff that, that goes on in a cooking class are are recipes that I've never done before. Mm-hmm. Uh I wake up at, at night, or before I go to bed, or when I wake up, or when I'm walking around, uh, and I come up with ideas of, of uh, putting different kind of flavors together, flavor profiles, and then I'll work on a protein or something that goes with that, and then uh, I'll make a recipe. And it's, it's funny because uh, when um, during a cooking class, I'll have the recipes. I'll, I'll put the recipes together a couple days before, and then the the guests of the cooking class all have copies of recipes, and they watch me cook in the kitchen. And then I will always start changing stuff, <laughs> so it's kind of a joke. The ones that come to every cooking class because they know it's I'm going to be changing the recipes, so they all have the recipes there. And they all have their pens in their hand, <laughs> and they're all waiting for me to add or subtract. <laughs> It's, or change a cooking technique, or add a whole other item to the menu of that recipe. So I usually do about four different courses, and of course um, they'll always have a little bit of wine with each course. So it's a, it's a jovial time, mm-hmm. and it's a it's relaxing, re, a nice relaxation
0: mm-hmm.
1: for all of everybody that's there. It kicks my butt. <laughs> uh, I, I'm just worn out after the yeah. cooking class yeah. because it's constant talking mm-hmm. and um, trying not to cut myself and <laughs> trying to go as fast as I can. Um, uh, so it's it's brutal on me, but I don't know. I love that kind of stuff.
0: Well, it's amazing that I was just thinking this when you were saying this. Um, I have two boys. They're 20 millennials, 20-somethings, and uh, as much as I have begged and pleaded and tried to get them to learn how to cook. Um it seems like they just would I, I don't know if it's the effort, I don't know if it's the age, but I hope that the art of cooking is not um kind of going away as people want more convenience because it's so much healthier to cook your own food. Um, and even if it's just something simple, um a simple meal that um that people are making, it's much better um to make it yourself. How do you see things sort of changing? I know there's some people who yeah, just it's, love it's, that, but yeah, others just are kind of, struggling.
1: It's. I'm glad you brought that up mm-hmm. because it's uh, it's a concern. Mm-hmm. It's it's uh, sad, mm-hmm. uh, and I'm glad glad you said art because cooking mm-hmm. is an mm-hmm. art. Um, and it's like. Uh, with all the different arts, uh, the symphony, mm-hmm. and stuff like that, mm-hmm. the little local uh, ones we have—they're fantastic. In uh, the, the cooking art and that, the musical art—it all goes mm-hmm. together. Mm-hmm. Um, but there yeah. is a little bit of, uh, you know, it's it's an older generation yeah. that is uh, keeping it going. Yeah. So it's yeah. important that we get the younger generation, mm-hmm. uh, which. Uh, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> They're <laughs> all over the
0: place. <laughs> we sound so old. But I'm trying. I'm
1: trying to crowd uh, them.
0: Yes, uh, aren't we all? Which is
1: like herding cats, <laughs> but uh, uh, it's uh, it's it's great, it, and it just it thrills me to meet a younger mm-hmm. culinarian that mm-hmm. has that passion uh, of cooking, um, and it it's it's hard that the that generation the newer generation is is uh all their all they see are mm-hmm. restaurants everywhere so why cook you know so many casual places mm-hmm. fast food um and then they don't get it because when uh when i was growing up we never went out to eat at a restaurant. <laughs> I mean, it was like maybe once or twice a year <laughs> we went to an actual restaurant. Mm-hmm. Now you go to a restaurant five five times a week, right. Um, right. so it's it's, mm-hmm. it's completely messed up as mm-hmm. fa- as that goes. Yep. I think it's very important to have a dinner at home, mm-hmm. um, or at, um, it's best you get to home. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's always important to eat out mm-hmm. uh, with the family,
0: especially if you're eating some place that is. Um, well made i mean the, the food is is really food it's not you know just a bunch of stuff that's thrown together i mean what you yeah, make we is call food it the okay, okay there you go perfect <laughs> yes yeah. yes we want it's real food Meyerbell to nourish yes yeah. yes we want to nourish we want to feel that love that art um and the cooking and not something that was just thrown thrown together so i
1: I but, you know, you. but you know what? What's what's so cool now, though, is that the chef, uh, chef, mm-hmm. has been promoted up there in the media, yeah. um, and and now it's cool to become a chef. Mm-hmm. It is cool to cook. Mm-hmm. So uh, hi, Lisa. Um, well, so it's really cool. Are. I mean, really, it's yeah, fantastic to, to, to have that you know you uh, you open a magazine or on a cover magazine there's a chef you turn on a the TV there's a chef so uh, that's kind of st- that that is that is what's keeping this whole industry together and um, in, in making sure that we always will have uh, these chef-owned restaurants or uh, uh, that a chef always is is, in, is important to keep something uh, as good as this culinary art going mm-hmm. you
0: know yeah, Well, you're doing your part. And I know that we in the DFW area, especially, uh, you have our hearts. So we're very grateful for you. So I just want to thank you so much for spending a few minutes with me talking about cooking and yoga. Let's do it again. Definitely do it again. Let's <laughs> we'll do it again. I'll get, I'll get your correct website up on, on the show notes um, so that people can find you. So thanks again for being here. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks everyone for listening. I'm Debbie Simon. This is DFW Yoga Podcast. See you next time on The Mat.